Welcome to the Intuitive Therapist Podcast with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as the angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey, y'all. This is Janice Cohen, the Intuitive Therapist, here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. We are a couple of weeks into June. I hope you're doing all right. Hope things are getting reestablished kind of back to the normal or some sort of normal that allows you to feel good. Speaking of things that allow you to feel good, recently I've been thinking about enabling. Um, we have all been enablers in some or many of our relationships in our lives with our parents, our partners, bosses, coworkers, children, friends, and even our animals. Each of us has overlooked, compensated, and excused some sort of behaviors either at one point or over the course of an entire relationship. Why do we do this? Don't think you're exempt, by the way, from being an enabler, because you aren't. Even if you've only done it once, which is really never the case, you, like all of us, have enabled someone or something at some time. The questions to you today are, who are you enabling now? In what ways are you enabling others? And are you ready to stop being an enabler? I don't want to get too technical about enabling. Uh, and typically, uh, when you think about what it is, there's a pretty simple definition of it. Enabling means that you are stepping in to protect, to cover up for, to make excuses for, and to become more responsible for someone who is practicing toxic behavior. You are assuming that responsibility. Most of us relate to the word enabler uh, as, you know, connected to addiction, and that's spot on, absolutely. Uh, and it really is the primary point of connection for the word. But there are so many other ways that we enable others that aren't around substance abuse. We enable our parents to practice toxic behavior patterns if they're abusive to one another and we do nothing about it. But I'm not talking about chil as children, I'm talking about adults. We enable our children to develop eating disorders because either we have a toxic relationship with them or we haven't had our pulse on their lives enough to know that they need to establish some sort of control in their world where they feel out of control in their world. Okay, our kids don't come by these toxic uh, coping skills just because. Know that we have uh, a significant, as, as parents, we carry significant responsibility when it comes to that. We enable our children to uh, be irresponsible and spoiled when we give them everything and require very little of them to individuate and take responsibility for their lives. We enable our partners to treat us with disrespect when we don't address the disrespect within the relationship and when we don't make our own internal changes to shore up our own degree of self-respect. We enable our pets to be unruly instead of teaching them how to sit, lay down, and follow our guidance. 
We enable friends and family to take advantage of our kindness, of our time, energy, and money when we don't say no after repeated requests. When we enable others to avoid taking responsibility for their behaviors, we prevent them from dealing with the pivotal parts of themselves and their lives that might bring about the change they need, thereby prolonging his or her illness and toxic behavior. We rob them of that. It is criminal. We enable people in so many ways for so many reasons. And if I am to be completely honest, we enable people for our selfishness and benefit. I've done it. I've not done it to an addict, but I've certainly been in relationships where I have not spoken up, where I have not uh, discussed something with a, a romantic partner, because I'll tell you this, uh, I was too scared and too insecure, knowing that most likely if I uh, address something, the relationship would end. I know that. I say that really uh, when I talk about selfishness and enabling people for our own benefit, uh, not, not because um, people like really even consciously do this. Some people do, but most of us aren't even aware that that's the reason why. No one in their right mind would pull a trigger on someone they loved, right? And what I mean by that is that when we enable people to continue sick and toxic behaviors, addiction, eating disorders, uh, uh, messed up behaviors in, in relationships, we, we forget to put that in the forefront of our mind as if we were uh, holding a gun to their head, right? And having that kind of leverage with them uh, that you allow them to act toxically. Does that make sense? My point is this. If you're able to see your enabling behavior as literally getting ready to pull the trigger on somebody and hurt them that way, would you really continue to do that? It sounds creepy, I know, but that's really the only way I know how to explain it. You are literally allowing this person to welcome uh, their emotional death, their physical death sooner than they need to. That's the heaviness of being an enabler. Enabling is insidious and it's riddled with webs because once you start it is hard as shit to stop. Like I said, really, uh, we get caught up in doing this because we benefit from it. There's some very blatant consequences, right? We, we kind of stop when we see these blatant consequences, but most of the time they're really not there. Personal injury, emotional injury, and hospitalization and death, that's the most blatant, right? So I want to talk with you about uh, if you're really an enabler. And the reason why I'm hitting so hard with this and being very, very clear that it is fucked up behavior. It is really fucked up behavior. And it has everything to do with you. You think you're loving somebody by preventing them from dealing with their pain or dealing with uh, their level of responsibility that they should have 
because you need to feel a certain way. You know, you need to feel as guilty because uh, you feel like you've caused them pain in some way, or you need to feel significant and validated. Seriously? I want you to take a look at that because that really is at the root of enabling. It's all about you and what you need and your failure to uh, have a certain level of self-respect that you can stand on your own. And instead of enabling somebody to practice the sickness and toxicity and addiction, right? Uh, you could very well have the power to enable them to change their life by changing your way of interacting with them. So here is a list of things that really could qualify you as an enabler. You avoid potential problems by trying to keep the peace. You deny a loved one uh, who has an addiction or a problem or eating disorder. Um, you deny that. Not that they have a problem at all when it's in your face. You have a hard time expressing your feelings and therefore you don't ever really address issues. You're like, whatever, I'll just, I'll ignore it. I won't address it. I'll just kind of put my head in the sand. You minimize situations and problems. You think to yourself that the problem will just magically get better if you ignore it. You thwart any potential experience of discomfort from the person you love. You take on their responsibilities and you disable them from taking on what they need to take on. That's age appropriate. You repeatedly come to their rescue and you bail them out of tight spots. You treat your loved one like a child and taking care of them uh, and, and you take care of them so that you feel significant. You financially support them even though they're an adult and they need to get their act together. You give other people chance after chance after chance with no changed behavior on their end. These are just some of the qualities and characteristics that I came up with about somebody who's an enabler. Look, every family enables to some degree. It's just true, my family too. But to what degree is the key and at what cost? Remember when I said that the reason why people enable others to be toxic is because there's a personal payoff. I want you to take a really good look at what you do to feel better about yourself and relationships with the people in your life. What do you do to feel like you're the savior, you're the fixer, you know, you're, you're the uh, important one. You're enabling somebody because you need to feel special, important, and significant. I have known many people who, after a divorce, they are so damaged that all they do is live for their children, making their children's lives as easy as possible, being completely permissive and requiring nothing of them so that they can absolve their divorce guilt. I see this time and time again. I don't minimize at all the impact of divorce on the family, on the children. You know, it is horrible. Uh, that the children are, are um, punished because two people have made a poor choice to be together in the first place, let alone unable to fix their relationship. It's the children who suffer. And if you have uh, some level of compassion, you're going to feel like shit because you've broken up the family. And 
unless you're able to shift into appropriate parenting and not parent out of guilt, you're going to be plagued with this. You're going to ignore shit. You're going to let kids get away with disrespect. You're going to allow things that um, don't produce healthy coping with your children. I get it. I see it all the time. And I know it's hard. But being permissive and, and not allowing your children to grow up with responsibility and a sense of self, uh, respect and dignity, that is what is a crime. I've known many, many people who keep attracting the same kind of romantic partner because all they want to do is be loved. But in reality, they're a doormat and they act like martyrs and then they resent it. And they have no idea what a healthy relationship with themselves is or others is but they continue to experience hurt over and over and over again in their relationships. And we all know the common denominator in all of our relationships is ourself. I could come up with many other scenarios for enabling, but I think you get the point. Your challenge, if you're an enabler, is to love yourself enough to get right with you and make changes in how you choose to function in relationships with others. By stopping your enabling, you give the other person a chance to take responsibility for their lives, even if that means hitting rock bottom. And it's so scary, especially if you're dealing with an addict in your life, to let them go to that depth of pain. But you can't ever save somebody from themselves. You just can't. But you can save yourself. You can give yourself the opportunity to surround yourself with healthy people and healthy relationships. And if you can't make the suggested changes on your own, the ones that I'm recommending today, I urge you to get into counseling to address them. You're going to need all the support that you can have to dismantle this really sick and toxic way of being. Before I share some of these suggestions, I want to say that if you have had a lifetime of practicing enabling behavior, changing this part of you is going to require hard work. It's going to require conscious work. You're going to be going through growing pains that can be very, very tough, but worthwhile. You'll gain self-respect and you'll know that you, how, that how you show up in relationships is good and healthy rather than toxic, harmful and deceitful. So here are some ways that can help you get off the hamster wheel of enabling. Some of these sound very basic and elementary, and with all due respect, I don't mean them to sound that way. But these are very, very real things that you do need to do to disentangle yourself from the sick, toxic, enabling pattern. One is to learn to say no to others. Saying no to giving time, money, energy to people in places you really don't want to. Trust me, they will find other people and other ways to get what they want. You are not the only option. Stop cleaning up the messes of your loved ones, literally and figuratively. Quit. Problem solve out loud with them instead of telling them that you're going to take care of it or just going ahead and taking care of it. You enable them and you rob them of their own dignity and ability to feel good about their lives. 
Establish boundaries and stick to them no matter how hard the enabled person pleads with you and no matter how much guilt or helplessness the other person dumps on you. Remember, you are the one who can change the dynamic of the relationship you have with others. It's all you. Lastly, if you really can't do any of these things on your own, get into therapy with them or on your own and change the relationship dynamics. And if the dynamics of the relationship won't change on the other person's end, then you do what you need to do to shore up yourself into the healthiest version of yourself that you can. Enabling others in a negative way can have some dire consequences. In essence, you are robbing the other person or people of learning what they need to learn to grow and become independent and resilient. Is that what you really want? Is that who you really want to be? Look within and deal with your deeper issues, please. The ones that enable you to be an enabler and fix those things. Find out why you need to uh, allow things that you know in your gut aren't good to allow. Figure out why. And you know what? Uh, You know why. Whether it's how you grew up, how you were trained, uh, whatever kind of relationships you've had that beat you down, you can shift those things. And I can promise you, the more you work on you, the better life will get. And don't you want that? Don't you want to be the person that lifts people up, that guides them to be better versions of themselves instead of keeping people in their shitholes and teaching them helplessness? I believe everybody wants to be the best version of themselves. I believe that everybody wants to feel good about their lives. So start with yourself. Take those steps. Reach out to somebody to help you. And then see how that uh, reverberates in your life. And some of the relationships you're going to lose. Some of the relationships will take time but they will grow and get better. And I promise you, the people you uh, enabled when you stop enabling them and they discover their their truth and their happiness and their self-worth, they're going to thank you for it. I wish you a blessed day, a wonderful week, and as always, live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend and be sure to give us some stars and a favorable review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.